0: Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a Socialist Talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade,
1: what's going on? Uh, hello, America. I had a, uh, a much busier week this week at work. Um, I had a guy call in today who was very upset that we printed a U.S. citizen on his passport because he does not believe himself to be a U.S. citizen. He is a, a state citizen of the Republic of Georgia. And I don't mean the country, Georgia. I mean, like Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, so we, I get this every once in a while where you talk to somebody and they're like a sovereign citizen who believes that like their property line is, is, you know, sovereign territory. And he's like, so the government has a file on me now saying that I'm a a U.S. citizen. And I was just like, Oh my God. So uh,
0: I, uh, I, yeah, I bro. Put up, <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> and it's like, these are the, these are the guys like this are the reason why our like, where our, building is is kept secret <laughs> and not publicized um yeah, guys I like why. This, because it so the, seems so sane yeah because of the timothy mcveigh's mm-hmm. of the world and he's just yeah. he's like i'm like look the department of state your passport so you can travel to other countries like other countries outside the the, the renegade republic of georgia <laughs> right <laughs> uh, you know and it's like you're i, I just he didn't want to let it go you know and i'm just like look i'm gonna I'm trying to be really careful with how I word things to this guy. And I just said like, look, I, I hear you. I understand where you're coming from, but there's nothing I can do about it. If you want to write to the department of state, you're more than welcome to, but this is, you know,
0: you, could, well, you can you well, can renounce your citizenship. You don't have a fucking passport and you'll have to move out of the country. Right.
1: He wants all the out. rights and protections of being a US citizen. He just doesn't like the idea of paying taxes that go to schools or
0: libraries or or firemen know. to put his house out if it's on fire or roads right. that he drives on, you know. And you know, I'm just, it's just like and he wasn't even a dick about it. That's
1: the thing. I thought that other people would be total assholes about it, right? You know, the whole, like, get off my land, you know, whatever bullshit. He wasn't like that. He was just very, he seemed paranoid that they, we like, we had a file on him that, you know, now that he's a U.S. citizen, like, now we can track his movements. Like, come on, guy. Like, that's not how it works. It doesn't work that way. Wait, but he, did he apply for a passport? Yeah, but he wanted them that's- to to <laughs> not print U.S. citizen on it because he believes he's a citizen of the state slash republic of Georgia that's what he called it the Republic of Georgia and not like
0: you know Sylvia block Georgia we're just you know the, the fucking peach state you know yeah I'm I'm kind of amazed that he actually is traveling outside of the country like this this seems like the kind of guy who doesn't leave his fucking well, like five mile radius near his house like he must uh, you know, he, he,
1: maybe he wants to go visit the foreign country of the United Parishes of the Republic of Louisiana yeah, <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah who knows yeah well but you know what? now in some states you actually are going to start needing a passport to fly or you need a passport to get uh, a not advance advance
1: license or some I, shit. i hear this shit all the time where people are like so i have to get a passport to fly domestically and i'm like no no you don't and they go well, well, but I, re- york- I read something online and it's just like oh my god <laughs> fucking-
0: no but new york you need to get it now they're saying like you need to get an advanced license if you're going to fly like by 2020 i think
1: well, so they,
0: I forget the exact name of it, but you, know, you right. know what I'm talking about. right?
1: Department of Homeland Security wanted they wanted something passed called the Real ID Act, which basically meant that ID, driver's yeah, licenses were going to have more of a background screen process. Most states have already complied with that. There was a few states that didn't get their shit together in time, right? And they got an extension. But basically, it just means that like you can't just walk into a, a fucking state DMV and say, "Well, here's my cable bill. I want a a, a, a driver's license with that name now." Because for a long time, a lot of DMVs would do that. So basically, it's just like yeah. actually verifying what your legal name is. That's all it is. That's all they're doing. But even just doing that on a state level for driver's licenses was such a huge overhaul that they, people were hearing all kinds of different things about, like, "Oh, my driver's license isn't going to be good enough to fly domestically anymore, and I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna not be allowed to fly." And then it's like, and, and we get all these calls every day, people who just read. Yeah read like a yelp review uh you know and 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 they think that that like you
0: know there's just a ton of stuff out there you never know you never know exactly what people are looking at but well i I think new york sent something out which is maybe the cause for a lot of that where they because i I remember getting something where i looked into it on the dmv website about getting a real id because it was like you know effective blah 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 date uh Mm. you know you'll you'll need a, a real id uh in order to uh fly domestically or what, whatever the extent was but it, essentially i just remember because i fucking hate going to the dmv and i was like oh i gotta go to the fucking dmv and oh, i gotta bring you know one of
1: those guys a that doesn't like not
0: like a, a room for
1: the crying children for four hours at a time <laughs> i know what a weirdo right <laughs> like fucking
0: elitist He's like elon musk over here Mother, <laughs> I, I had to fucking just to, to when i bought my car after i you know i leased it and then i bought it from the lease because i ran up the miles on it which i knew i was going to it was just a way to have a cheaper payment initially Um, Mm -hmm. but just to switch over the registration I had to go to the DMV and I had to fucking go twice I waited in line for four hours I got to the front they're like oh you don't have this document you need this document even though I fucking (laughs) checked three times to make sure I had every document I'm like "Uh, okay if I get it can I like come back to the the front of the line they're like no you you can't you get you got to come back you're not going to have enough time you got to come back the next I'm like "Uh, uh, just fucking kill me and then sure. i had to go back and you know another three hours like well, it's just and the nice rude. thing about and all this shit could be done online like there's so much shit that could be done i had to fucking call up a physical person to reorder license plates because my license plates are cracking and peeling because they have prisoners make them for fucking 10 cents an hour and i'll get a ticket if i don't get new license plates and i had to call somebody and all i said to them was like hey my license plates are cracked can you send me new ones they're like yeah what's your address What's your, you know, driver's license number? I I literally could have done all that shit online. And, like, it's it's so fucking inefficient the way they have that whole, like, system set up.
1: Yeah. Well, the nice thing is I get to help people, right? Like, the DMV doesn't have a call center where people can call and find out what they need ahead of time. You just have a website, right? For consular affairs, people think it's going to be like the DMV, and then they call us, and in five minutes, they go from being panicked and having no fucking clue what to, what to do, and they've got to leave yeah. the country, and then in five minutes, like, I've changed their whole fucking world. I've changed their whole reality <laughs> by basically just <laughs> listening to them saying, oh, well, you're a naturalized citizen after this year, parents or whatever, and you came, you know, for an adoption or a consular report. Like, they just, they it's a shitload of training, but you know how to solve every person's problem in you know at at the most five minutes most 10 minutes maybe if they had like multiple complications um i did have one fucked up call the other day where it was a life or death situation where she needed to get an emergency uh scheduling for a passport we were having some problems because she already had an application in process right and that's always kind of like how fast can you get it to somebody if it's already being processed right or rather than starting it from scratch and she she had like this stress in her voice that was, you know, a little bit different than most calls. And then I'll know where she just goes. I've got to get down there to the hospital. They cut off my sister's hand. Um, so um, excuse me, <laughs> but this is Mexico. And I just, oh, assume, you know, this is cartel related where, you know, if you are a mule and they recruit recruit people, people that are poor, uh-huh. have no choice, you know, and then they say, well, you you owe us now because we gave you money to, to, you know, be slightly less poor, to not get evicted from your you know shack with a tarp over it. Uh, and then if you don't pay them back in time, they consider that stealing, they'll cut your hand off, right? Uh, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that even if they, after they cut off your hand, you're not out of the cartel. Like, you still work for them after they cut your hand off, right? And she didn't say anything about cartels, but she, I knew her destination was Mexico, Mexico and she just said, they like it's just common yeah. knowledge who they is in the, in the state, right um and that that fucked me up like the whole night that was my last call of the day so the whole rest of the night i'm just like i couldn't stop thinking about that one
0: yeah that's fucked up no but honestly and most departments of the government work and that's why it fucking pisses me off that the is so inefficient because it gives ammo to the right-wing shitheads who are like oh government's inefficient government doesn't work Uh, you kidding me the fucking post office is great like you you pay 55 cents you can send something anywhere in the fucking country like in in like a day or two you know like the 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 fucking the you know the road crews all that shit works really efficiently dmv is for some reason this one weird outlier where we just don't fund it enough or we don't prioritize modernizing it and it's like a fucking nightmare of all nightmares and i think it colors the way everyone thinks about government inefficiency and it really shouldn't right
1: well everything works well if you fund it properly and you pay the employees well so it's not yeah um you know i I get paid decent you know for what it is and people call in and they get to hear a happy you know enthusiastic person who's empathetic and wants to help them because i don't have i can put aside my own problems uh, more easily when i'm not thinking about you know like oh can i pay the rent this month I i don't know like you can't you can't focus on helping other people when your own shit's not taken care of well enough, so you pay people well, they give good health, and they can just you know give give oh uh, healthcare yeah I um I I don't get healthcare through them but it it is there right mm-hmm. it's like you get an extra you have all these different options about what healthcare you can get but you get an extra four dollars per hour just to put towards healthcare which is pretty amazing. <laughs> that's a, big yeah, no, I, that's great. Chunk of money. But, um, but yeah, no, it's very, very uh, competitive. It's not union. I wish it was. Cause there's a lot of other things that mm-hmm. that would help, but, uh, it's definitely the wages and benefits are, are competitive. There's always you time. <laughs> Right. Well, you know, we'll see how long don't,
0: I don't 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 say anything incriminating on here, but you know, right, incriminating there's always somebody I have a legal
1: who, right to, to organize a union. No, I know, but you don't
0: wanna get you, get, you don't wanna get fucking you know, just you gotta do it on the DL if you're gonna do it. You don't wanna you don't wanna tip your hand too much.
1: Oh well, I, I I haven't actually mentioned where I work yet on this particular episode. So they would have to piece together you know, multiple episodes to figure all the details out. But uh <laughs> be that isn't bad. Yeah.
0: But anyway, why don't we get into the news of the week? Um Oh, did we know, have we news have...
1: this week? I didn't I was <laughs> so busy working, on
0: Not a ton, but there's, you know, there's stuff I want to get to cuz obviously 2020 is in full swing. Um That's only that's only a few th-
1: years away, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, actually, Three, uh, four years. first primary. First primary is less than any first primary is like 10 months away, I think. Just wow. Fucking insanity. Um but yeah, so uh, Joe Biden is imminently going to be entering the presidential race if, oh. if signs, you know, are correct, which is I can't wait for that. Jesus shit. God, <laughs> I, I, I uh, saw the other day, like, you know, on, face, on Twitter, on the app, you'll see like live videos from people you follow, you know, in the top or whatever like like when they're if they're if they're live streaming at that moment, like the video will pop yeah. to the top of your Twitter mm-hmm. and there was this news organization I follow, and they had a Joe Biden speech, so I clicked on it, and it was him talking to like the firefighters of america and I'm just like i I can't believe this is the message he's going to take into twenty twenty It is just so fucking at straight out of nineteen ninety four and it's like fucking atrocious like there's just no anything there it's just fucking it, yeah. it, it, it's
1: well, you know I you mean, know he'll get the fire vote for sure <laughs> you sure know? no There's i mean
0: no, hey nothing, nothing wrong with that but it's just you know that's that's not everybody it's not gonna win you the fucking country so i you know it, it, it was it was bad but um i mention him because he's been in the news because people are in anticipation of him running digging up uh some of his uh comments in the past and some of his votes and things like that and uh you know, we kind of knew from, from the get-go that Joe Biden was a racist. I mean, he wrote the crime bill, which is one of the most racist pieces of legislation ever passed through the United States Senate, um, certainly in the modern era, you know, in the, in the, oh, in the, in the yeah. post-slavery era.
1: And have you seen all the all the uh, the liars on Twitter trying to say that, like, Bernie Cole wrote it with him? Have you seen that?
0: Well, Zerlina Maxwell fucking did that on C- on MSNBC. Oh, yeah. She yeah. was on TV. She, she goes, she's you know, the new... crime bill, which... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's our new, like, arch nemesis
0: right now, so. You know, because she, she's she's shameless. She's so shameless. She's so fucking thirsting for anyone's money, any, you know, David Brock's money, whatever candidate will throw money at her to continue, or maybe they already are, to continue just her baseless smears of Bernie. Um, but Biden uh, has come under fire because somebody dug up this interview that he did with uh, a local paper in the 70s Uh regarding desegregation and, and the practice of busing. Uh, so I actually have some, <laughs> I have some quotes from it and they're kind of unbelievable. Um, I'm going to read, I'm going to read it to you. It's a little long, but it, I think it's worth it to get a full All scope. Right.
1: Of, I'll uh, put my ears on <laughs> uh,
0: potential 2020 presidential hopeful Joe Biden passionately fought racial integration by busing in the 1970s uh, per comments he made about the uh, Delaware school system uh resurfaced by the washington post uh biden said in a 1975 interview with a local newspaper that he opposed the concept of reparations as it pertained to busing the act of sending white children to predominantly black schools and black children to white schools because you know at the time uh housing was so segregated that all the black kids were going to the same school and because schools are largely funded on tax revenue from the local areas those schools were atrocious, so they were you know, at a major disadvantage. So busing was one way uh, you know, coming out of segregation to help even the playing field. Um, this is his quote regarding that. Uh, I do not buy the concept popular in the 60s, which said, we have suppressed the black man for 300 years, and the white man is now far ahead in the race for everything our society offers. In order to even the score, we must now give the black man a head start or even hold the white man back to even the race. I don't buy that. (laughs) Segregation was deemed unconstitutional in 1954. This is not his quote anymore. Segregation was deemed unconstitutional in 1954, but the lasting impact of slavery uh, meant proactively fighting the racial inequality created by integrating the same institutions that were divided for so long. Uh, But Biden considered the practice to be quote racist. This is another quote from Biden. We've lost our bearings since the 1954 Brown versus school board desegregation case, Biden said. To desegregate is different than to integrate. I am philosophically opposed to quota systems. They ensure mediocrity. The new integrate, and this is still a Biden quote, the new integration plans being offered are really just quota systems to assure a certain number of blacks, Chicanos, or whatever in each school. That, to me, is the most racist concept you can come up with, he continued. What it says is, in order for your child with curly black hair, brown eyes, and dark skin to be able to learn anything, he needs to sit next to my blonde-haired, blue-eyed son. That's racist. Who the hell do we think we are that the only way a black man or woman can learn is if they rub shoulders with my white child?
1: Well, he certainly didn't get the point of uh, this. You know, and- I mean,
0: have you ever heard of, I mean, that, that could be from Steve King. Like, my God. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, is there much difference? Why did Obama pick Biden to, to run? Because he was running against McCain. He needed an old, crotchety, piece of shit, racist white dude to to appeal, right? Um, yeah, and this, this is what AOC was talking about at uh, South by Southwest so well the other night, where she said, you know, there was elements of the, green, of, the of the first New Deal that were very racist. She talked about redlining. Uh, you know, so, so the idea of a Green New Deal would be to address those systemic inequalities and and have housing justice and economic justice along with climate justice right and and you if you talked in those terms to a guy like joe biden what do you think he'd say he'd just be like get your get your kids with your you know avocado to like whatever fucking shitty thing he'd say about millennials that would be that was how what is it break
0: Yeah, so I mean, he's monstrously racist. Like, I I think it's like unquestionably. Like, uh, I think the jury is totally out on that one. But if you weren't quite sure enough, I also have this audio from Joe Biden uh, defending the '94 crime bill, which he wrote, which again is one of the most racist pieces of legislation ever passed through any chamber of Congress. Um, just just listen to the way he 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 talks about crime, and just to see if you 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 spot the vitriol in his voice and if you think it's genuine because i certainly do
2: we must take back the streets it doesn't matter whether or not the person that is accosting your son or daughter or my son or daughter my wife your husband my mother your parents it doesn't matter whether or not they were deprived as a youth it doesn't matter or not whether or not they had no background that enabled them to have to uh, become become socialized into the fabric of society. It doesn't matter whether or not they're the victims of society. The end result is they're about to knock my mother on the head with a lead pipe, shoot my sister, beat up my wife, take on my sons. So I don't want to ask, what made them do this? They must be taken off the street. That's number one. There's a consensus on that. Unless we do something about that cadre of young people, tens of thousands of them, born out of wedlock, without parents, without supervision, without any structure, without any conscience developing, because they literally, I yield myself three more minutes, because they literally have not been socialized, they literally have not had an opportunity We should focus on them now. If we don't, they will, or a portion of them will, become the predators 15 years from now. And, Madam President, we have predators on our streets that society has, in fact, in part because of its neglect, created. Again, it does not mean because we created them that we somehow forgive them or do not take them out of society to protect my family and yours from them. They are beyond the pale, many of those people. Beyond the pale. And it's a sad commentary on society. We have no choice but to take them out of society. And the truth is, we don't very well know how to rehabilitate them at that point. That's the sad truth. I'm the guy that said, rehabilitation, when it occurs, we don't understand it and notice it. And when we, even when we notice it and we know it occurs, we don't know why. So you cannot make rehabilitation a condition for release. That's why in our system, there's the federal system, you serve 85% of your time. It's a shame, but we don't know how to rehabilitate. But there is a consensus, and I will cease. A, we must make the streets safer. I don't care why someone is a malfactor in society. I don't care why someone is antisocial. I don't care why they've become a sociopath. We have an obligation to cordon them off from the rest of society, try to help them, try to change their behavior. That's why we do in this bill. We have drug treatment and we have other treatments to try to deal with it. But they are in jail. Away from my mother, your husband, our family.
1: All right, he's just repeating himself now. That's, we, would that, be that,
2: mean, that, we get the point. We get the <laughs> point. Absolutely stupid as a society. <clears throat>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. So I mean, that's that, that's worse than the super predator. I like he, he's how, fucking unhinged. How does the, any of that
1: sound any different than a single thing the the Donald Trump has said about about Mexicans?
0: you know it, it, in some cases it's worse cuz he's more explicit like oh they grow up fatherless and that they, they, they're they're animals they're not social like he talks about black people like they're fucking right. zoo creature. Well, why did they like, grow up fatherless because their fathers got thrown in jail for he people. doesn't care he doesn't care right. why nobody That's, he, knows, he literally said that yeah,
1: not, nobody could possibly know what traumatizes children becoming criminals yes we do know it's having their own parents incarcerated for bullshit that, that's we talked about this when Kamala was was doing her shit with, you know, laughing about the truancy. Uh, truancy. Yeah. yeah, we know we know from research and data that the biggest the thing factor for a child growing up to commit violent crime is growing up with a parent being ripped away from them and locked up, usually for bullshit reasons. Right there is it's. I mean, having a having a parent that's never there does not cause the same trauma as when your parent is there and then suddenly gets yanked away and thrown in jail. You know, mm-hmm. so so when he says, Well, we don't know what, what causes rehabilitation, we don't know what causes all this stuff, he's just he's lying. I mean, even back in the nineties the research was already there.
0: Yeah, and and he just over and over again. I don't care what's causing them to to act the way they do. I don't care. You're you are fucking causing them to do the shit that you do and the policies that you support. I mean, he's just. But I don't want them near my mother, my wife. I don't want them. You know, whacking my mother over the head with a lead pipe. I mean, he's a fucking lunatic. Sure. Like we were
1: talking about, um, or, or were we talking about this? I remember we were talking about this, but like I think T Y T was talking about this. <laughs> the, you know, the the core, um dog whistle for racism is revulsion you know describing the person you're racist about in terms to you know like they disgust. they're they're filthy they're unclean they don't have toilet paper they don't you know they eat they eat trash uh they don't have the same dehumanization yeah it's like, well, yeah, I can't imagine why people who have been, uh, you know, in Venezuela who have been sanctioned for uh, 20 years would would lack basic essential uh, services. Uh, or it was I think it was Tucker Carlson talking about Iraqis, actually, that, uh, you know, well, well, like, yeah, they've yeah. been all their, their sanitation water treatment plant got bombed by by, you know, NATO. No wonder there's shit in the streets. OK, you know, it's like it's just it's such it's such racism to. Attack the people that have been victimized by white supremacy is not being as sophisticated, you know, like it's a level playing field. So, of course, and, and as soon as you try to talk about things like reparations or affirmative action, where you're trying to give back something that was stolen from large groups of people, the people that did the stealing say, hey, 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 you know, that's not fair. You don't make equality by swinging the pendulum the other way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. and I, I just man i i can't get over like how how brazen he is so i i really would love to see him like explain those clips like you know, you know what they remember back in that debate uh that cnn debate during the democratic primary when they played bernie sanders a clip of him talking about uh I don't remember if it was a clip of him talking about castor or something. It was super unprecedented. Like they they mm-hmm. randomly like never done for a debate before, but they pulled out a clip to just try to smear him as a yeah, red. There's no, you know, you can't do that with racist old Joe Biden. Like why can't that, they That's what done? I'm saying. Like let's fucking let's go. Let's let's pull that shit out and say be like, "Hey, you still feel this way? <laughs> like you you defend all the shit you said yeah. there because you're we pretty adamant about it back then." Well, and I was just sort of thinking about that, like, you know, if I
1: ran my network, my billionaire socialist utopia uh, news network we talked about would be like you start playing the clip and then like end it. And let him start talking again. And then, right when he starts to give the answer, you start playing the clip again. So he has to, he has to like try to talk over himself and like because of course he would try to take a very much more kind tone and try to like explain it. Like, well, at the time things were much worse, and and you know, and then you just blast it like the volume of him. They're like, I don't care. Like, just so it's like him yelling at himself, trying to
0: fucking rationalize the shit he said back in the day. I, like, I'm so curious, and this is something that he never had to answer because he. You know, I don't know if he had to answer this in eight, but I don't think it was nearly on people's radars the way it was the way it is now about the crime bill, and he didn't end up running in twenty sixteen. I really want to know if he still defends the crime bill because he fucking wrote it. it's his baby, it's his baby just as much as Medicare for all as Bernie's baby, and it's like, are you gonna defend that fucking horrible piece of legislation that uh, you know imprisoned uh, what, what was it like one in six black men in america or some some absurd figure that, like uh, like that it's it's insane the amount of of, of people oh, we have in prison yeah. well thanks
1: largely to the crime you, bill. you remember the 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 footage that's in fahrenheit eleven nine, where you know clinton gets all the all the black prisoners in uniforms to line up behind him oh my God. like like he's there yeah it's just the, the worst fucking optics ever and they thought that that like made them look good like look
0: we're helping we're we're straightening these guys you know it's just well that was their right-wing credentials because that was their new democrat like we're going to appeal to the moderate republicans by being uh racist fucking maniacs i guess yeah. is, is look the- we took
1: all of these black criminals and now they're they're obediently standing in formation wearing perfect white you know white suits look how we've turned them into angels look at us
0: yeah yeah, it's so fucking gross. I mean, that's who these people are. That's who Hillary Clinton is. That's who Bill Clinton is. That's who Joe Biden is. And if you vote for them, that's what you're going to get. So, you know, just people should think about that because uh, somehow Biden's still leading in, in a lot of the straw polls. But I think, I, like we talked about on this show, yeah, those are he's going to tank for, immediately. Yeah, I, I
1: guarantee those polls that show Biden is doing great are like landline poll only. Is that the-
0: <laughs> well, and, but no, I, and I'm sure he and I, I, I think those numbers are flawed. I think Bernie's probably doing better with him if you if you don't poll, you know, based on that antiquated system. But I still think he's pretty high up in the polls. But I think the minute he enters the race and has to start uh, talking in front of a live microphone, he's going to plummet because that's what he's done historically. He's, he's ran for president three times before, and he's fucking oh yeah, he's, he's uh, gotten destroyed. He hasn't made it. He hasn't made it past Super Tuesday. I don't think any single well, any of the times. It that he's was run. even
1: back in the day where the the shit he would say apparently was tolerated. You know, now in sure, two thousand nineteen, yeah. the stuff he even the stuff he says now, he's just like, oh god, does he? You know, he has no ability to read the room, clueless, and, and tell how times have changed. Um, but yeah, I, I he seriously I, is like. Uh, Yeah, I want all these fucking piece of shit centers to all run because it's just going to split their, you know, their their fringe of voters. It's going to split even more every like every fucking daily cost poll that comes out where there's another uh, shit lib running. Um, it's it's like the, their numbers keep getting smaller amongst that twenty percent they share, and Bernie Keese numbers keep going up. Uh, the the last daily cost poll to poll today had nine thousand votes on it. Cory Booker was at zero percent, zero percent. He had gotten nine votes
0: out of nine thousand people that had voted. I think that was probably spite for uh, taking Rosario Dawson off the market. It was yeah. like, fuck this fucking guy. Oh, my God. I was going to vote for you, but no, a- no fuck Ash. I- I'm so Ash disappointed. Today. She was like, I forgot Cory Booker was running. <laughs> so I was like, me too, Ash, me too. So, uh, you know what? There's a good chance Cory Booker forgot he was running also, <laughs> yeah. so I wouldn't feel yeah, bad
1: yeah. about it. Well, he's like, well, I started to run for president. I got Rosario Dawson to date me, uh... Um, well, I'm, I'm. What that's, fuck not everything I She, she was a Bernie surrogate in
0: 2016. What the fuck?
1: I know. Well, you Bones know, what? me out. You know, she was probably the best piece of talent on all the Marvel. Netflix series and now those are all canceled. So uh yeah. anyway. And i I tweeted out yesterday I, I, that you know it's Burnthal's probably a little better than her. Oh, but, I mean but yeah, she was but up there for sure. Yeah, obviously Burnthal's is better, but um she was never on the on the Punisher ones. I mean, I mean like the other ones that she was no, on, right? No. Uh I thought she was, she
0: was oh no, she was on Daredevil when he was on season two. But yeah, no, there she was never on the Punisher show yeah. itself.
1: Not not needed. And and now that she's a traitor, fuck her. Yeah.
0: And pour some out for the for the shows that aren't with us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I'm gonna miss that show. I, I that that's such a good show. Well, if sure. Disney
1: reboots it, you know, I think it might even be a little bit better. But it's still just such a weird thing to have it be canceled. And then you know, like, why can't they just move it?
0: You know, why is it why is it got to <laughs> yeah, be? You intellectual property rights when you when you do shit like this where like netflix owned it sort of pseudo owned it even though marvel had their own studio at that point it's it's so weird the way the rights situations work there's so many like shows that like firefly could never have been like rebooted for rights like it's it's so fucking obnoxious like how like bit like corporations get in the way of like actual art
1: being i think next month we're not gonna be thinking about marvel on netflix that much or missing those shows because in april we've we've got yeah we've we've got the return well we got the, the last um avengers movie which is like every time the tiny that, that movie's trending like every two days it tr- starts trending again for whatever reason yeah uh and then of course yes we've got the final season of game of thrones which is going to be fucking amazing yeah. um I, I've I just been started rewatching. Yeah. Which season did you start rewatching?
0: Well, I just started rewatching season seven because I'm not going to have time to watch the whole thing over again. But it, 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 once you start rewatching it, you get back. You re- you start remembering all the shit that oh, happened, you know, up yeah, to that point.
1: Yeah. So I jumped back to season one just for, so for shits and giggles. And it's amazing how, you know, it, it's just bonkers and just like uh, people say and do things so out of character. Um <laughs> Littlefinger feels like a character characterization, like a caricature of himself. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're all like the sunset, like all is like overacting is. He oh over- yeah,
0: he's so over like, the top. Like in the first couple uh, seasons, yeah, yeah, it
1: it feels like the first season of Star Trek: The Next Generation, where you're like, how are they getting away with this shit? This this show is fucking bonkers.
0: <laughs> you know, funny story about the guy who plays Littlefinger. You haven't watched The Wire yet, right? uh i
1: you know i didn't have hbo back when that was out and it was one of those things where uh-huh. i didn't want to piecemeal it i wanted to just one day sit down and plow through the whole thing so yeah i have never yeah, touched. you should light. definitely
0: do that it's great but it'll happen uh, the reason i mentioned that is because in one i think it was the second season uh the guy who plays little finger plays this uh the mayor of baltimore named tommy Carsetti. and tommy Carsetti is like this really corrupt like neoliberal oh, with a name like tommy like, Carsetti, that didn't sound like a fucking um and and you know he was literally was based on martin o'malley because like, oh, nice, nice. because david simon was like so skeeved out by martin o'malley he's like i'm gonna make this entire character yeah. uh based on him and what a fucking S- piece of shit liar speaking at
1: crime boss italians you see that uh, one of the one of the gambinos got gunned down today in the news
0: yeah i saw and
1: it's just it was like it's so Throw i know back. it's so cliche but it's just like the name gambino like could you could you think of a more he'd you you be know, any
0: more stereotypical right like, with that name like <laughs> was, and then it was the like there's called like the fucking bots family like right, really, right. and then i don't know if you read the details of, of how it got hit.
1: the hitman took him out but it was like so yeah, it was so fucking sopranos worthy he shot the guy six times and then ran him over with the truck <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> like, suicide all right look <laughs> like, hey he had a little accident we you know actually got shot six times before the truck backed over him <laughs> yeah yeah it was by <laughs> generic italian mobster voice
0: um but yeah what were we talking about uh but yeah so oh yeah and obviously we'll be coming back with game of thrones coverage and a pre you know preview episode which is going to be I, I think it's gonna end up being like a three-hour podcast but i could be wrong but we'll, we'll see <sighs>
1: yeah well we did 20 minutes last week on accident so <laughs>
0: <laughs> we just did like 10 minutes now <laughs> Dude, boom, yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, good transition but, um, between
1: joe biden and that other little centrist shithead running
0: yeah well so obviously uh biden's running but uh also uh everyone's favorite uh
2: Life, Vanity co- Fair, yeah. <laughs> yeah. life coach, <laughs> uh, motivational speaker,
0: work. yeah. I, I've never. If there's, if there's a way you want to make yourself seem uh, relatable, uh, it's to announce you're running for president in Vanity Fair. Like, I, you know, that's that's where I go to for my uh, political news. I don't know about you. I mean,
1: the the picture of the dog though on the cover, like everybody had the same thought with this poor dog looking up at him with his ears down, and everyone tweeted out like simultaneously thought they came up with this on their own, but they were like, we are all that dog, like <laughs> the poor dog just looking at him like, oh. Oh, Robert, did you
0: you see that other picture from like today of like another dog that he was with that like kind of was glaring at him like they in a similar way. It's like and someone was like, dogs know there's something fucking wrong with this guy. Like, I don't know what it is. Well, dogs
1: key off of your tone (laughs) of voice and your gestures, right? Because they don't know the words we're saying, most of them. Um, So they Mm -hmm. interpret body language, right? And his hand gestures are so wild and all over the place out of for no reason. Somebody tweeted out today, they were like he he's acting as though he's really excited about something, but he's not actually saying anything, you know, just like just can, platitudes. that have no meaning whatsoever. And he's throwing his hands in the air in these
0: wild gestures about nothing about literally nothing. So I, I did a little digging on that cause I went back and watched some of his earlier stuff and he didn't always do that. And I guarantee you because when you watch one of his speeches, like especially his earlier speeches, he's fucking boring. And you know you could it, you could say what you want about his delivery and his cadence. He's clearly studied Obama's cadence. He has a very uh, he talks in a very similar way. Uh, he doesn't use Obama's voice, but he he talks like this, and he wants you to know that uh, he believes in democracy and that we can't do anything if we don't you know make sure, ensure that democracy is that it's and he and he fucking does that cadence and he just doesn't fucking say anything. But I know for a fact that what happened was a consultant got in there with him and was like, "Look, Beto." you're not saying anything exciting so you need to project excitement with the your tone with the way you're talking so he took that to mean like act like a fucking spaz and like flail your arms around and act like you're the most excited person in the fucking planet on the fucking planet even though you're not talking about anything like he doesn't know talk about anything. and, and
1: that's gonna like, work for about nine percent of of you know climate denying wine moms who have no idea what policies are they just like a personality and as long as he's a democrat well,
0: and he makes their calves cramp you know yeah. like that's
1: yeah like they're they're getting hot flashes over here uh so literally like the the clip that's making the rounds today that we don't have the audio because it, uh, apparently wasn't on youtube yet um is he's just flailing his arms around he even like spins his finger in the air and it has nothing to do with what he's saying. <laughs> he's just making just wild it's gestures. So fucking crazy. And it's, he talks about it a minute and a half. But this this one quote CNN pulled, we have the single greatest mechanism to call forth the genius of our fellow human beings. That's a single sentence.
0: like that. that, that That's what the whole speech was. Like That That whole speech right. was like variations on that theme where I mean, he didn't say anything about politics. It's technically
1: policy. a sentence, but it's basically a fragment of an idea. The next sentence... This democracy can bring the ingenuity the creativity the resolve of an entire country. Now that is a fragment sentence right there that could just think of this democracy <laughs> can bring the ingenuity, the creativity the resolve of an entire country can bring it to what you know, that's not a full sentence <laughs> can, no, if he, he you, said, you know what it is? If he said it can bring about the creativity or it can it can bring forth the creativity of the bottled up
0: yeah. You know, what, you know what it is? He He has all these overpriced consultants that don't know shit from shit, and they got in a room, and they were probably like, all right, throw out thesis statements for my speech. Give me – and I'll pick one, and I'll build a speech around that and around policy, policy and things like that. But what happened is he got there, and he forgot the speech he was going to give but he remembered the sheet of paper with all the little themes on it because he has a photographic memory. So he just starts reciting what the themes one after another, and they're oh, all variations. Yeah, of the he, he, this is that's. I'm, exactly. I think that's probably what He's
1: like these people that just goes on tour and talks about, you know, life affirming ideas and nothing tangible. Right. Um, this is a tweet from someone. I, I didn't get tweeted a lot. I didn't go viral I anything. This guy says uh, Robert Francis O'Rourke is the cool hipster tech bro who fires you takes away your benefits and then hires you back as an independent contractor with no real job security. He was born on third base and he thinks he hit a triple. Bernie will gut him like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah, I know so many people right. like that that uh, you know out on the West Coast who work, you know, get paid a ton of money to be coders for uh, you know Uber or, you know mapping software people and they make a ton of money and they can afford to live in san francisco but they are all you know care about the planet and care about uh you know maybe some racial justice but they are all trained to be extremely anti-union you talk about unionization of that to those people and they're like nope i got mine i don't need a union
0: yeah that's so fun. That's such a horrible fucking attitude to have in general in life but i mean Especially just knowing the history of this country no. and, and the way so, it's trampled on workers' rights. You mentioned
1: that Vanity Fair article, and people were really dogging on him, yeah. like just like they were like, "Wow, I didn't really didn't know how vain he was." I'm glad Vanity Fair actually put him on the cover and let him say what he want to say. And I was like, "Okay, I'm going to read this because I guarantee there's some quotes in there that uh, are, are horrifying." Right. So sure enough, I tweeted the screen cap of this out. This is Beto O'Rourke in his own words. What do I say? Maybe I'll just introduce myself. I'll take questions. I got in there, and I don't know if a spe- if it was a speech or not, but it felt amazing because every world, <laughs> every word was pulled out of me, like by some greater force, which was just the people there. Oh Everything goodness. I said, I was like watching myself, being like, "How am I saying this stuff? Where is this coming from?" <laughs> so he said the word "like" three times in two sentences. I mean, in that sense
0: does he come from fucking the set of clueless in 1993 like what the no. fuck who fucking talks like it, that he, as a presidential candidate
1: exactly and he's
0: so full of himself what the fuck
1: because he got excited because he got a bunch of national attention he's never been on a national stage before he's never had to work no, for he's anything a fucking yokel. no i mean he literally the we got excited about him because we thought he was going to beat ted cruz that was it and we didn't bother looking uh-huh. at his record because we were like, well, he's not Ted Cruz. That's good enough, right? Turns
0: out his wife's <laughs> a billionaire, by the way. We didn't even know that uh, until yeah, later on. Yeah,
1: no, definitely. And, and and again, it's like, what's the difference between him and Meghan McCain? Nothing. Policy, policy-wise, they're the same. They both hate democratic socialism. Uh, they both here's a more annoying both, voice. That's yeah, probably, they both yeah. love Israel. Uh, they both love fossil fuels. Uh, so yeah, it's just these are the children of billionaires and millionaires who grew up thinking that every word that falls out of their asshole is somehow worthy of a a crowd applauding them and they get on tv and people do applaud them and it's like no you should these are the people that should be you know if anything have to go work in some shitty wall street office and never get any fucking attention at all and have to you know hide their name from things because people would rip them limb from limb if they knew just how much fucking wealth they'd stolen from people that actually work for a living
0: well, and he's, he's the establishment's dream candidate, and they and they say it all the time. Well, he's like a white Obama. It's like you're taking away the one good quality of Obama, <laughs> the fact that he was the first black president. Like literally nothing about, else about Obama is redeeming. Like he was a fucking awful, you know, moderate Republican president. He did a ton of horrible shit. He expanded, you know, the surveillance state. He He expanded the drone program. He took us from bombing two countries that, you know, everyone knows his record. Yeah. The only good thing about Obama was that he was the first black president. And it's like, oh, well, this guy's like a white Obama. So, oh, okay, so great. So he doesn't have the one redeeming quality oh of Barack God. Obama.
1: It's just, like, it's so fuck? fucking racist. It's so just like... To call, call someone, they don't care
0: about anything, they just, uh, yeah, it's the, like the just, white
1: Obama, yeah. a way to, way to just like rob somebody of agency and rob somebody of their cultural thing, just to, just to, you know, race is just an interchangeable thing where it's, you know, like, like you're the, yes. he, he's the, um, You know, the black Julian Castro. Like, what? Like, what?
0: (laughs) Don't say things like that. That just reads terribly. Yeah, and Beto O'Rourke has a rich Hispanic heritage. Oh, wait, what? I'm sorry. I'm being told his name is actually Robert Francis O'Rourke, and he just uses Beto because he uh, ran in uh, South Texas, and he knows that a Hispanic name would do better in the polls. Yeah, who who gave
1: him that nickname? Um, (laughs) He did.
0: Yeah, he gave himself that nickname. And he admitted I think at one point that he did it because he thought it would sound better to Hispanic voters. Uh, <laughs> There's man, nothing real about Beto. Man, He's a fucking I don't think he has anyone as bad for him president. either because
1: he had he had a sponsored ad on Twitter today and of course it's his hands flying all about and everything and it got <laughs> ratioed and I fucking skip cuz you know what Twitter puts all the people you follow and all the people they follow at the top of the the replies yeah. you ever hear. here. So you got to scan way the fuck down to find people who disagree with you and in this case would like beto and i scanned down uh about 200 comments down out of about 250 i didn't see a single fucking comment that liked him there was a few right wingers in there that were just like no fuck him liberal uh and i was also just like you know <laughs> communists that were like yeah fuck you liberal um i didn't see a single comment
0: he's got no constituents. none
1: but we were told that he's like the next big fucking huge thing And that, you know, Bernie has no chance because millennials are going to flock to Beto. And it's like, millennials are going to fucking Google him. The first thing they're going to look for is who's he get his money from? You know,
0: like we're not. No, I mean, he's pulling it between five and 7% before people have really dug into his history. And when they do, they'll see that he votes with Republicans way more often than most members of the House. He takes the second most amount of uh, contributions from the fossil fuel industry. In all of Congress, all of Congress, Democrats, Republicans, everybody, the only guy who takes more money than him is Ted Cruz. So, you know, go figure. But he's a fucking right wing piece of shit. Like he is super pro fracking. He's super pro gas and oil. Like it's not even like he doesn't he's not even like the Obama who's like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to try to cut back on fossil fuels. But fracking's a bridge to the future. Uh, he's not even that like he's fucking pro- he's like drill baby drill like he's not there's not much uh, daylight between him and Sarah Palin you know it's the funny of, of there's a very
1: change. small subset of uh, Democratic voters that really like him or, or liked him uh, r- despite his terrible policies but are only disliking him because he lost to Ted Cruz like that's the thing that pisses them off because that like it signals weakness to them in a way that they didn't Want to think about him as being weak? They want to think about him as like, you know, like another Bobby Kennedy kind of thing. And just the fact that he lost to Ted Cruz is like the sole reason they've written him off now, which I think is kind of funny. Super. Because those people like clearly Um, they have their own brainworm, right? Uh, That if they're fine with all the oil and fracking and APAC and bullshit, they just don't like that he lost to Ted Cruz, and that's the.
0: (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, that would have been his one redeeming quality if he beat Ted Cruz. (laughs) No. But, but I mean, a a fucking, you know, a monkey trapped in a fucking potato sack could have beaten Ted Cruz. So I I don't know how especially in a race where he was like neck and neck with him and in a state that's actually demographically shifting blue. Like the fact that he couldn't beat Ted Cruz with the polling that he was doing is fucking pathetic. But that's because he ran away from every issue that people gave a shit. About, yeah, who
1: like who else did all? that? Uh, our our boy was running for governor in California or in California, California Florida. Did the same shit. Did the same shit. Yeah, Gillum did the same Started shit. John Ossoff Howl around with shit, Hillary Clinton and and then lost his own base. So, yep. but there was a guarantee. There, there was probably words. you know moderate. Not moderate, but independent, even a few Republican voters that probably liked Gillum until he started hanging out with Hillary Clinton. And then they were just like, nope, sorry, not going to happen.
0: She's fucking cancer to the Democratic Party. Like she I don't know. She does. She's so egotistical. And she has no idea that she needs to stay as far away from candidates and tight races as possible. She fucking lost Florida and she went and campaigned with Andrew Gillum. What the fuck? <sighs> What kind of an ego does she have to think that her going down to help him in a state where she fucking lost does anything? I, don't know. For
1: I think she knows that she's the kiss of death. And she's just like, if anyone's even slightly progressive, she'll show up and be like, how can I? I just need one picture with you but, to I mean, ruin your campaign? Explain. Yeah.
0: Shit. I mean, yeah, hopefully Bernie, if he wins the nomination, fucking keeps her at arm's length or you know at, at well, really long arm when blade.
1: when they asked him um I forget which interview it was where they were like don't you think you should take you know or it was it on was the on the view yeah fucking of course Megan. you know uh, don't bernie don't you think <laughs> you need advice from the person who uh lost to Donald Trump who screwed you over who uh was so incompetent she didn't go to a campaign in Michigan don't you think you need to learn from that person bernie <laughs> frame it that
0: way, but yeah. No but that's the no, way it, that's the yeah. only way you uh, logically so, yeah, brain I, I, frame I, I, that not, question <laughs> to which he was like uh are you fucking kidding me basically he was like i think not i think you know i know we, we have I some fundamental not. differences yeah i think. i but i
1: tweeted out i was like i think the fuck not um yeah yeah, yeah. i i bet i bet um, the the beto's dog right The 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 dog that looked yeah. sad for him could have beaten ted cruz <laughs> honestly <laughs>
0: I would definitely vote for a dog over Ted Cruz. I mean, it's
1: a fucking lab. They're so cute and loyal. I mean, they're dumb, but.
0: That dog was so adorable. I want to rescue it from fucking bid (laughs) from having such a fucking android on it. I know.
1: Well, somebody that flails their arms around like that, that makes dogs nervous. When you're.
0: Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. It's super stressful.
1: It's super stressful. So who knows how high on himself he was during that Vanity Fair shoot, you know, that they got on a calm down (laughs) for one second. But clearly, that dog is looking at him and is scared. You look at that dog's ears and its eyebrows, that dog is scared, but it's looking at him, right? So if it was scared of the photographer or the crew or whatever, I don't know if it just, it it reads really bizarrely to me. And whoever the photo editor was, who didn't notice that and didn't think that like all of us would notice that <laughs> is kind of an idiot.
0: Or maybe did and wanted to, wanted to a little, little warning. Like, Hey, us.
1: here's, here's this guy trying to look Dogs like Ronald Reagan, Reagan but here's guys. the dog looking up at him. Like it's afraid it's going to be beaten. <laughs>
0: So we mentioned Bernie and, you know, Bernie's been, uh, all over the place lately. He's, uh, in South Carolina tonight. I don't know if you caught that rally. I watched, I was watching some of that. Uh, I, I didn't
1: catch that, but I've tried to catch the last few, I uh, got the, caught the Iowa one, um, which was, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, you know, if you want to talk about lack of diversity, Iowa definitely was a little bit whiter crowd, but,
0: uh, you know,
1: it is, it is, it's a fucking, it is a cornfield there's, there's you know, people in Iowa
0: and 49 of them um, are white, you know,
1: but yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, he's, he's been doing great. He's been, uh, storming barns. Um, he's been riling the, the hatred of the, the hate percent, uh, it's been really good.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And, um, so you know of course the smears have been non-stop I, the print journalist smears actually have tapered off a little bit because i think they're just running out of shit and they don't want to blow their load like they're trying not to they're, they're, they're trying to run all these like bogus smear sh- like stories about him but they don't want to like burn their good ones i think so they're trying to just kind of lay low for mm-hmm. a while like while everyone else is announcing but uh everyone's favorite uh smear merchant Zerlina maxwell has not stopped the smears uh they tweeted out a video today some other you know shit lib tweeted out a video of bernie um in a speech talking about funding for daycare and uh people are taking what he said way out of context so i'm going to play the audio from that and then we'll we'll chat about it, it it's pretty absurd that they're doing this
2: But during the course of this campaign, if you follow the issues that we're talking about, funding for social services, I am not going to be niggardly about funding for daycare. We are going
1: to break the crisis in daycare in the state of Vermont if I'm elected governor. We're not going to have a situation where in some counties you have 15% availability.
0: So because he said the word niggardly, which is not a slur, not a curse word, and predates the n-word by about 300 years it was a word i think shakespeare came up with and it means stingy or cheap so he was saying i'm not going to be stingy when it comes to funding daycare programs for our for our children like that it's a word that was in, in the popular vernacular in the in you know in the 70s and the 80s so
1: i'm sure, sure just stop using it you didn't it know what the weird, word you would think, well, that's weird because that doesn't sound like a word that I've ever heard. You might look up that word to find out if there was any connection with the, you know, the racial slur. And you would quickly find out that it had none, right? So any any honest person, any intellectually curious person would look it up and realize there was no connection at all. And they would read the actual definition of the word. Uh, but of course, Zerlina Maxwell and the rest of donut Twitter are not honest and not intellectually curious. So they tried to pretend that Bernie said the N word.
0: The N word. So Zerlina Maxwell tweeted out, "I've seen a lot of Bernie Oppo. I have never seen this video and a bunch of uh, like eye emojis. You know, like like look over here emojis. Right. And it's like it, it, it's super disingenuous. She just did that to get a bunch of people to retweet the video, and then like people were coming at her about it, like what a bullshitter she is." And she was like, well, I didn't say, you know, she was just fucking pulling the victim card again, just using her bullshit. There's no, she's like attacked. Yeah.
1: She's never been a victim of anything. We talked about this last week. Somebody who puts on the, you know, jackets themselves as being a survivor and a victim and has a repeated pattern of lying is probably lying about that too, because they want to weaponize it and use it as a, as an identity so they can deflect criticism, right. And get away with bullshit like this. You know, and that's the only reason why somebody does that is because they want to they want to use it as a tool for deflecting legitimate criticism. Things, you know, like like getting ratioed repeatedly for lying about Bernie Sanders. Well, I was the victim of this, so you can't, you know, call me a liar. It's like, no, that's 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 the worst kind of fucking liberalism is, is that.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's just disgusting. And, and It's just a blatant attempt to smear him. Um but it's not gonna work. I mean, these things are not getting the traction. They she got about two thousand likes on that on that bullshit. You know, right? Tweet, and half are probably of Sally
1: Albright. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. So I, the, the the good thing right now is that because there's so many shit libs running, there's not a lot of big money behind one particular candidate. Uh, I mean, that may change when Biden enters the race, but right now it's so scattered that there's not enough money going around to pay all these people uh, to run their... Run their bullshit smears like it, yeah. it's just you, you
1: could you could see it, the big Wall Street donors are being niggardly about funding Beto and Kamala and Cory Booker, uh, Cory uh, Cory Booker, <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh, yeah. saying something racist about Cory Booker. Yeah, uh, Cory Booker. The, the in the latest Daily cost poll that uh, was out today, and it wasn't like an official one; it was just like a fan-based one. But there's like a new one every day, right? And it still gets thousands of votes, right? And this is still like Daily costs who is uh, was started as a platform by a guy that used to work for the CIA CIA and many think still do um and out of 9000 votes Cory Booker had 0%. Cory Booker Cory <laughs> Booker got 9 votes out of 9000 total votes in this poll. Bernie of course was at about 80%. Yeah,
0: no that makes sense. Oh god. Um yeah. So, you know this this is going to be a long fucking primary season that's that's really all I could say about yeah. this uh we're going to have to deal with this shit every week there's going to be another bullshit new attack uh that we have to defend against uh and yeah this this primary season's going to be fucking I, long you know but that means bernie's yeah. winning if they wouldn't do this if he wasn't fucking winning two months
1: so. ago i thought it was going to be brutal and now i'm kind of like uh Ber- once bernie announced everything kind of changed and you realized
0: it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah, I agree. Like yeah.
1: The attacks are more and more ridiculous and have gone, you know, less distance than we thought they would. And, you know, every fucking, you know, blowing them out of the water in fundraising and, you know, people showing up to his rallies and number of volunteers that have already signed up. You know, what was it? The 40 percent of the donations that he got on the first day when he raised six million dollars in one day. Forty percent of those yeah. were from people who using emails. New that email you know, yeah. And it's not that like there's not people that use a new email address after two years, but they'll still forty percent. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of people that you know, um, maybe had never donated before ever. A lot of people that could have been seventeen years old back in in two thousand sixteen. Sure. You know, and couldn't make a political contribution.
0: So, and you, but you know why that is why it hasn't been as bad because you know. It, i mean make no mistake about it everyone in the establishment media hates bernie sanders they find him loathsome just as bad as donald trump but they don't have the clinton team breathing down their necks saying you must report this 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 smear that i'm gonna plant to you about bernie sanders which we know from wikileaks for a fact is what the hillary clinton team did they would send their minions their their fucking stooges like maggie haberman out into the new york times out into msnbc to fucking push narratives that the clinton team cooked up narratives like bernie sanders doesn't do well with black people totally untrue we've showed you we talked to those poll numbers constantly that's actually his biggest constituency is is, is black voters right it, uh, it, it, bernie it, sanders has more support from white men literally his lowest constituent it's like that's what they push those bullshit fucking narratives and then they eventually stick because that's all they repeated Well, The Clinton machine's not around to push that. It sticks on
1: TV, and they'll say it over and over. It gives the false impression that that's the case. And then people eventually give up. They don't show up at the polls, right? Um, Not because they didn't care, but because they were told that their vote was not going to matter, right? Uh, Announcing that Hillary Clinton won the California primary the day before a single vote was cast, I don't know how anyone can look at that and say that's not election tampering. That's not rigging the primary, you know how many people are, are registered to vote in California? How many people didn't turn out to bother voting after the vote was announced the day before their vote ever took place? Like that—that—that that, that should be illegal to do that. It should—it should be a fucking crime to be a news organization and call a political race before the it's actual. Fucking like
0: AP, you so state. deep press, like you know one of the, one of the most you know respected uh, news organizations in in the world i mean it that's fucking unreal that they would do that i, I yeah i always forget yeah. about that but that let was, it's it yet but, it's, um, it's like
1: a telesur english that gets banned from uh from facebook like ap's not getting banned uh-huh. for publishing the fake news of calling an
0: election before it takes place how the fuck is that allowed yeah, <laughs> yeah. they don't get banned by the way for reporting uh fake fucking news about venezuela about the that aid convoy that got burned that everyone at the fucking time was saying uh with a brain was saying hey makes no sense for the venezuelan troops to burn this aid convoy it was probably the opposition trying to get the u.s uh, a pretext to invade turns out the new york times figured out like a week later you know earlier this week hey yeah that was bullshit the fucking opposition lit the aid convoy on fire as a pretext for the u.s invading like yeah. they literally did, fucking all bought that shit because the they were un- just un- so uh, ready to. The no, uh, uh, only article
1: that said uh New York Times uh print correction admitting that aid aid convoy was burned by their own reporters. <laughs> 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 it's crazy.
0: Yeah. Oh man, fucking love the onion. Um. Yeah, so, uh, you know, <laughs> we're getting through this primary season, uh, but it, it's going to be a long one. Um, before we head out, though, I want to talk quick about the uh, college uh, fraud scandal that, that broke uh, yesterday, I guess. Um, only it yesterday? was only yesterday? I feel like it has uh,
1: been you know, in the news all week.
0: It feels like it's been. I know. It was either yesterday or the day before. It really was not. It, it could not have been earlier than Wednesday. Maybe it was Wednesday. Um but yeah, so essentially, uh, it was exposed uh, that a bunch of uh, rich people are uh, paying people and using special favors to get their stupid kids into colleges that they wouldn't qualify for normally. So, you know, obviously, the biggest shock <laughs> in the world, and nobody knew that that was going on. But, uh, you know, it we, we, of course, knew that that's been going on and the whole concept of legacy admissions and you know donating like a fucking basketball gym to a school so your fail son shithead kid gets in has been going on for you know decades upon decades but this particular uh uh investigation uncovered like some just blatant like even beyond the ra- realms of reasonable corruption and bribery like just here i will give you five hundred thousand dollars if you take a fake test and and put my kid in the school even though they can't rub, like, you know, uh, rub two brain cells together. Like they, it was super blatant.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and I, so I, I actually watched a bit on Doc Democracy Now, um, where you can actually get real news uh, today. And they were running the a big chunk of the press conference where uh, US Attorney for District of Massachusetts Andrew uh, Lelling was reading off the, the charges, right? And he was throwing so much fucking shade onto these rich assholes great. just like condemning them for their wealth and privilege and, and corruption and fraud uh fraud shenanigans uh, it reminded me of the the FBI agent or the uh, you know the investigator in Wolf of Wall Street where he's like you know riding the subway right and he's thinking about how he's like poor yeah. and he wants to take down all these rich assholes and like i felt like this was this guy's mo like he you know he's he wants to be that kind of attorney <laughs> and take down rich people because he mentioned their wealth and privilege multiple times in this press conference where uh, you know it's like like all he's wanted to do you know like i don't want to bust fucking poor black people i want to like bust bust some rich white assholes <laughs> and he was just you could tell he was enjoying that press conference
0: I just imagine he got, uh, Lori Laughlin or whatever the fucking name is the, the full house lady. And he just slams her face on the ground. He's like, or slams her face <laughs> on a desk. He's like, Lori, do me a favor. Shut the fuck up. Like, as he's yeah. Ready.
1: Well, and the other thing democracy now played was a, a video clip from one of these rich assholes, kids that got in, uh, illegally. It was her, yeah. You know, and the kids just like, I didn't even yeah. want to go to classes. I'm just going to go do my modeling work around the country in Milan. And, you know, I'll probably go to some like tailgate parties and, you know, and do all that stuff. But I don't really like going to class. And it's like these little yeah. rich
0: pieces of she, she shit like i'm not i'm not good at school as you guys know or something yeah like something to that these effect. little fucking
1: assholes just want to put it on their on their billionaire resume they don't give a shit about higher education or the ivy league status they just want the the fucking accolades without doing any of the work you know and then at the same time you have people like ivanka trump and Megan McCain saying well we don't need a jobs guarantee because people want to actually work for what they get in the lot of life it's like fuck you yeah, rich people fucking, never cunts. Worked a
0: fucking day in their exactly. life exactly I know. And it's just unbelievable. And um, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. Yeah. It's just so, it's so gross. I guarantee you though, that that DA or that uh, attorney, you know, the state's attorney guy has like, he's 40 years old. He's got to have like $30,000 in student loan debt. Like the the, the way he was talking, you're like, this guy is like these motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. Like I am still paying off my fucking student loans. I'm working this job for 40 K a year. And I gotta sit here and listen to these stories about oh, how your yeah. rich fucking I mean, parents to, bought getting, you. Into- getting
1: <laughs> through law school is the hardest fucking to actually become a lawyer. It takes so much fucking oh, yeah, work. It's it takes so a hard. ton of money to to. And you actually do. You can't. You can't fraud your way into being a fucking U.S. attorney. Like you got to do that work, right? Yeah. Um. And you know. And, and to even just like I know people that ha- it took them four tries of trying to pass the bar just to become like a fucking public defender. Like it's that fucking hard. Yeah. Right. So, you know. <laughs> he was I've never seen like a a, a prosecutor say things that I agreed with about rich people in such a way before. I was I was <laughs> thrilled.
0: Yeah. So um speaking of piece of shit, you know, fail sons and fail daughters, you mentioned Megan McCain. She was on the view and they were talking about this because that's what they do on the view. They talk about shit that they don't really have any business talking about in terms of like informed opinion they're just a bunch of fucking rich millionaire housewives sitting around bullshitting to each other and other millionaire or or, uh, you know millions of other housewives watch them and expect them to deliver them you know yeah tell me what you think
1: megan that being said
0: Yeah. yeah That being said, uh, Joy Behar is actually every clip I've seen, for the most part, she's been really good on that What's, show. She was like the yeah, one. Yeah, Joy's
1: good. She owned her on, you know, just rattling off all the Scandinavian countries that were that were democratic socialist and were successful. Yeah. Um, but the, there's the other younger woman. I, I don't know her name. Uh, she's the younger black woman on the show who sits between Joy and Megan. Yeah, I can't remember. And she's always fucking pulling facts out of her out of her cards. Like everyone else is just opinion, opinion, opinion. And then this other younger woman whose name I should uh, probably look up and be able to actually cite. Uh, Mivara, the, 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 know. Right, no right no she's the she's the one that like quotes aoc all the time and then like quotes statistics that back oh. up the things aoc says and she does that all the time and like makes everyone else look like they
0: just are like don't know their shit basically you could tell they all fucking hate megan mccain like nobody likes me there's no reason for her to be in that fucking seat like it's her entire career as a as a fucking as a Public figure is a fucking legacy admission, you know. Like, there's no reason oh, for her to be. And she brings, and she brings show. it up
1: every fucking episode. My daddy died so, the way we fucking did brain cancer.
0: Yeah, it's it's like if. if so I want to play. I have a yeah. Clip of well, her. real
1: quick before you do, I just if she yeah, believes yeah. in legacy admissions so much, why is it megan McCain at this very moment being shot down over Vietnam?
0: Well, if she inherited her dad's uh, flying ability, she wouldn't need to be shot down. She She would would just crash crash on her own because he crashed six planes. So, So, you know.
1: Yeah, I take pride. I think I mentioned this to you the other day that uh, the Viet Cong shot down far more capable pilots than John McCain during that war.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. So I'm going to play this audio and we'll we'll talk about it because it's it's just peak Meghan McCain. And hopefully uh, she gets bullied enough into quitting the oh, show. Because yeah, she didn't show up to work she, for a few days. Because she got ratioed
1: so hard on Twitter. She was crying.
0: Yeah, she, she got, quote, unquote, bullied so bad. What, what, I don't even remember what they what we, were, we were yelling at her for. Oh, no, time. it was
1: because she was pretending that she was Jewish. And a, like a very prominent, oh, yeah, yeah, prominent yeah, yeah. Jewish uh, political carnist. I'm not Jewish,
0: but I'm friends with Joe Lieberman uh, yeah. and his wife. And so so yeah,
1: she, this prominent... I don't know if say prominent because I, I didn't actually hear of him, but he he's been a uh, you know a Jewish political cartoonist for decades, and his work is very well respected. And he made this caricature of her pretending to be Jewish because she that's what she did on the show. It was like, well, I I have friends and I consider myself to be Zionist, and and she literally tweeted out and said, "This is the most anti-Semitic thing I've ever seen." It's like you're calling. A guy who's actually Jewish, who's been writing commentary and doing political cartoons for decades about the condition of of Jewish people and the things they've had to deal with, and you're cu- telling him that he's anti-Semitic for making a caricature of you? Are you? And and that's when the internet just fucking devoured her to the point where she couldn't come on television for several days after because she was so fucked up from it. So yeah, let's let's hear.
0: Guys, we, we we clearly have more power than, than we realize so oh, well I, I and that's really why Twitter's gonna
1: assistance. take away the, the the ratio the the Twitter's considering taking away the the or hiding
0: the view you won't be able to view yeah you won't you can only see it if you like go into
1: the tweet itself they want to take it away so in your in your feed no it's because they want rich assholes to not you know not make it readily apparent that they're getting destroyed by people who disagree with them they want to hide the whole you know the, the website working the way it does gives us power right they want to take that away as much as possible
0: well, and it's pathetic. It's like the, one of the few good things left about Twitter is the democratization of ideas, where we can say to somebody, "Hey, you're a fucking moron" if you tweet something stupid like that, and we can ratio that tweet. Now, when you take that away, you make everyone. You're again, you're doing affirmative action for the rich and the powerful, which is exactly what all this whole story is about: is affirmative action for the rich and the powerful. Mm-hmm. This is from the same fucking right wing shitheads who complain about affirmative action, aka. The, the, you know, steps taken to uh, undo the massive inequities of segregation, you know, things like busting and things like that, you know, affirmative action is not at all what right wingers characterize it as. But what this is, is what they pr- pretend the caricature of, of affirmative course, action. Uh, of
1: course, is. it's total projecting. Same, it, it, same it, it thing just, with Ilhan Omar, yeah. where they, they pretend that the thing that Jewish people were accused of is somehow the thing she's doing when it's literally the opposite of what she's doing. Right. So just c- yeah. complete
0: projection. Yeah. So I'm going to play this Megan McCain clip because it's fucking
2: hilarious.
1: Not enough Asian students were let in by Harvard because they were Asian. Okay, there's such a thing as legacy
2: admissions, which means if your parents went to Brown or Harvard or, 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 you know, UP, you can go. But it's interesting because the idea of legacy admissions is racist in nature, and I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. It started in the 20s to keep out upwardly mobile immigrants who had started pushing for admission to elite schools. Yeah. And I think that that is a very, very bad system legacy. Why should your kid get in because you got in? Yeah. Okay. Well, well, the only thing I will say that's is not when fair. it comes to mili- I didn't have any, I was the first person in my to, whole family to go to, academies, to in military academies.
1: Military academies. My family goes back generations oh, at the Naval Academy. Mm-hmm. And that's service to your country. So I would push back in that. In that part of it, because my grandfather, great grandfather, my brothers—they all served their yeah, country. Yeah, but if you don't have By the grades, a, why, should, why should you? They benefit did have from the that. grades. My brother did, but I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of the fact that my family's legacy is at the Naval Academy. My father's buried there. I, I'm not talking about your family. I'm talking—you said about, legacy. I'm talking about the policy of where legacy admissions came from. I, I'm, it very, was pr- keep, I'm very proud of it was my family's legacy at the Naval Academy and Jews probably out of the colleges. Well, let me say that's, that's what I mean, it's I,
0: about.
1: Yeah. Just one yeah. quick thing. Yeah. I gotta go. Should they go to? My question is, will? these parents go to jail? I mean, the U.S. Attorney said oh. that there shouldn't be disparate treatment. I wonder: is the American public ready for these so, parents, I mean, parents
0: going to are, jail? There are parents who are in jail for food stamp fraud, yeah.
1: and there are yeah. parents who are in jail for. So, um, comrade Joy, <laughs> fucking kicking some ass there. Yeah, I, I know. I,
0: you okay. can. Joy's I, I really feel like
1: Bernie's stuff. rubbed off on her a lot when she when he was on there and he was he was kind of like, "You and Joy were the same age," and she was kind of like you know like acknowledge that a little bit <laughs> like we're both
0: what she said to him she's like i liked you back when you were on 20 he's like what well, you don't like me now she's like no no no. i love you very don't worry I still yeah
1: like i mean they're she, they're she's also obviously jewish right i mean right yeah, yeah i mean yeah, they're yeah. both i think they come um, from the both like the very you know secular leftist judaism
0: but so it, it's very clear that megan mccain has literally no idea what the term legacy admissions means Uh, And just fun fact about, you know, oh, well, they earned it. They had the grades, but her father was a dumb motherfucker. John McCain finished 290, 290th out of 294 students in his graduating class at the Naval Academy. That stupid motherfucker had no business. He got in to the Naval Academy as a legacy because his father was a fucking admiral. And that's how he got in, and then he went on to uh, to be a pilot in the Naval Academy, something he had no business doing because he fucking couldn't fly. Crashed six planes. Uh, you know, there's a- another really interesting story that they've never been able to prove was him, but it was from his plane uh, where a jet on board uh, one of his car- one of the the naval uh, the the ship, the carrier that they were on, uh, while it was parked, fired off a missile <laughs> and and you know and, and almost oh sunk the ship like it sunk the ship all these people were like panicking and they never proved that he was like fucking around with the plane when it happened uh, you know they, they, they chalked it up to like a mechanical sure. failure but it's yeah. just a pretty big coincidence that this fucking moron who can't keep a plane in the air you know his ship was the his his uh jet was the one to fire off this thing by the way there, there's also a bunch of eyewitnesses from that uh incident said that while people were trying to like save everybody on board and like throw things over the thing he uh was just standing there numb like in a state of uh like shock and not yeah, doing anything. basically shit
1: his he- pants like he did for 5 years straight in yeah. uh, in Vietnam. Um
0: yeah, he, he's a No, he's a piece, piece of garbage. garbage. And, you know,
1: her idea that a legacy admission just means that well, my dad got buried at the Naval Academy because you know his dad went there, and his you know it's just like okay, so your whole family's a bunch of imperialist fucking pieces of shit. That's still not what a legacy admission means. It just it, we're talking about people that get in that wouldn't have otherwise right that doesn't mean that just because you went there you, that, that that automatically was a legacy mission it means you know anyway yeah she doesn't
0: know things no. she's not required <laughs> to know things she Doesn't know anything because because yeah. like her father she's a fucking idiot who never had to learn anything because exactly. she's been a rich her, her fucking oligarch since the being moment on she the was fucking squeeze legacy
1: mission and she admits that it's a legacy mission every fucking day when she mentions her dead daddy well mike
0: can I just say, can I just say my father, he he was admitted to the Naval Academy and, uh, you know, I'm very proud of his legacy. Yeah. Like, Again, it's,
1: it's Teflon to any criticism because it's, she uses the respect that people have for people who have actually served. And she wears that as a, as a fucking, as a shield from honest criticism. It's mm-hmm. the, the, she's just like that fucking, you know, it's the same thing. It's, it's Early pretending America. to be a thing that's, uh, that invokes empathy and honor and respect uh and and you weaponizes it to the detriment of the people who actually have suffered those things so fuck her yeah fuck zerlino maxwell fuck all these fucking lying pieces of shit on television
0: yeah yeah absolutely (sighs) all right well i think i've raised my blood pressure enough for one evening so uh We'll get out of here, but uh, you know, if you wanna uh help support the show, there are a couple of ways you can do that. Obviously the most important thing uh for everyone to do and the uh easiest thing for everyone to do is to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on uh on Apple Podcasts uh and on SoundCloud. Yay, SoundCloud. Uh, <laughs> you can do that at, <laughs> uh before it goes bankrupt. Uh, you can do that at soundcloud.com slash move left. Um you can find us on Facebook if you want to join up over there. We've got a pretty uh, – I, I checked it out. We're up to like a 750 Yeah, I
1: told you it's like I, I hate Facebook, but I know how to do like a shitload of organic reach on using Facebook from years of doing yeah. social media for campaigns and shit. So, yeah, I, I was like, hey, let's do a Facebook page. And you're kind of like, eh yeah why i'm like yeah we'll not just share the cast we'll share we'll share like a bunch of like like we'll curate really good memes right that things that people on facebook wouldn't see otherwise and that definitely is you know jacked up or thing. so we'll get we'll get like a like 10 likes on the podcast and then like 75 likes on a meme we'll post so it's a little a little unbalanced but you know it's a way to to kind of bring in new followers uh, for free uh, without having to i
0: I should clarify we 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 have way more than 10 like we're up in the hundreds every No, no no I mean, like the
1: amount of the likes the we get on Facebook per podcast. No, on the is Facebook posts. exactly, I got yeah. But on yeah. the episodes itself, it keeps going up. So you know, we appreciate everyone uh, sharing, liking, subscribing to the show. Um, mentioned a few weeks ago, there was somebody who went from never having listened to a podcast ever to
0: become a Patreon sus- supporter from one episode. <laughs> so uh, that that felt yeah. Good. Well, and if you want to do that, you can uh, visit us at patreon.com/slash/move left. Uh that really helps the show out, helps us with hosting fees. Uh if you want to pick up merch and want to support the show that way, you can do that at uh teespring.com. Actually, no, don't go to teespring.com. Go to uh tinyurl.com. Oh, it's like halfway there already. I was typing merch.
1: in as you were speaking.
0: <laughs> well, delete that and then type in uh tinyurl.com slash move left merch. Uh Facebook, of course, is Facebook.com slash move left idiots. Uh I am on Twitter at move underscore left.
1: Uh I am on Twitter uh as well at Chaos Riot 1871. Uh and if you actually want to help out a uh a guest host of the show, Miss Jules5X, uh she is still in Twitmo. She has a petition change.org petition that's actually on our Facebook page right now. Go check that out. We're trying to get her out of Twitmo. Oh, right, um yeah. she's one of the best people on Twitter or has been, uh, many, many followers and she got banned for some bullshit. So
0: one of the best people in the world, frankly. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. We might have her on again uh, next week. Hopefully I talked to her this week.
0: Okay. Well, that's episode oh, 100. So we got to, yeah, we got to pull gotta all, all the, uh, stops. Yeah.
1: Are you still thinking about doing a, a new theme song starting for episode 100 or uh, maybe maybe i don't
0: know if i'll have time uh, we'll right. see <laughs> well maybe just to just like a like a, a
1: famous song that we only use one time and only use like half of so we don't get sued
0: yeah 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 all right well uh that does it for us this week but uh come back and join us next week for Move left idiots